Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody and welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. I'm your host Sal, with me is your host Lizzie. Hello. And we are going to talk books. You read a book. There's a face but no response. Mm-hmm. Continue podcasting. <laughs> uh, we read Rise, oh no, Inquisitor, Rise of the Red Blade by Delilah Dawson. Um, so Who hurt Delilah Dawson? That is an excellent question that you should ask next time you see her at a celebration or what have you. It seems rude if I go up and say, who hurt you? Maybe hold up the book so there's context. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, real quick, I'll just go through uh, the business. Make sure you go, go check out all our stuff at therogrebels.com. I just put up some reviews like Crimson Climb, which is a new book by E.K. Johnston about Kira. And it's awesome. Um, and also lots of higher public stuff that I'm excited about. Uh, as per usual, phase three is kicking off. Uh, and we're on all socials at the Rogue Rebels, except X, where we are. Th- no. What are we? Th- no. Rogue Rebels fam. <laughs> we're the Rogue Rebels everywhere else, except there, which is lame. But also X is lame. So lame, 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 lame. Um, speaking of X, I'm going to go through some little news real quick. Of X? Well, no, not of X. Okay. But, like, there was a New York Comic Con is happening right now, and they had a publishing panel, which is like... Of course they have a Comic Con when I leave. When you leave New York? They have it every year, Lizzie. Yeah, exactly. They're out to get me. Okay. They were like, she's gone. Do the con. (laughs) (laughs) Do the con. Have everybody. Um, so it's a publishing panel. Let's see. We got, uh, like Charles Sewell, Claudia Gray, Rosemary Sewell, E.K. Johnston, John Jackson Miller, and Michael Siglane was moderating. So they were talking about like Kira cause Crimson Climb just came out. And then they were like, also, you should see what Kira's up to. War of the Bounty Hunters, Crimson Rain, Hidden Empire. Um, and then they also talked about the book that's coming in April. It's called The Living Force by John Jackson Miller. And it's like all of the Jedi Council, like before episode one. And apparently it's about like Qui-Gon gets them to go on a mission. And I guess John Jackson Miller said, 
Qui-Gon is like, you people sit around in this room and you don't go out and deal with people. You're focusing on the cosmic force. Get out and touch grass. <laughs> so that sounds, so they're saying it's like a road trip Jedi book. Interesting. But it sounds really funny. And then somebody said, Kiari Mundi. I'm, by the way, I'm like, I was following the live tweets from Friends of the Force Pod at NYCC because they like live tweeted this entire thing. So I was very excited getting the car washed <laughs> to get updates. Uh, Kiari Mundi and Yariel Poof share some time together. And uh, people said that it was the funniest things that they've read in Star Wars. So that sounds great. Uh, Kevin Scott is back this year. It's Tales from the Death Star. There's zombies because why not? <laughs> High Republic stuff is happening. Da -da 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 -da. Um... Charles Sewell said, keep an eye on Martian Rowe and Porter Engel. Uh, they showed a lot of slides from the High Republic character encyclopedia. Cool. Awesome. There's a... a uh, they talked about the book Jedi Brave in Every Way, which I just read and Victoria just read. I read it too. And it was awesome and cute and adorable. And the art was beautiful. And uh, yeah, it was good times. Thank you for sending us that one because that one I got a book and I was like this feels taller than most and then I opened it and I was like oh it's cute <laughs> yeah good time uh, and I guess Rosemary was like I work with my dad and he's written a lot of Star Wars so sometimes you think his way of doing things is the only way of doing things <laughs> and Charles was like listen there's a little bit of truth there <laughs> uh, Shadows of Starlight we got lots of Marky on Roe and Keeve Trennis and Lorna D uh, and then they announced that Shop Disney is going to have a Stellan Geos FX lightsaber that's limited to 5,000. And it's a High Republic lightsaber. So just, that's as a High Republic fan, that's kind of rad. Are you going to get it? Nah. Oh. But I do like that it exists. Okay. Uh, High Republic Adventures, Cantum Psy is on the cover. And it looks like, again, High Republic Adventures never fails to go hard. <laughs> it's always like... Super crazy looking, and he's fighting some pirate with double staffs and crazy masks and looking cool. Dark droids is happening. Comics are happening. Oh, no, it's Magna Tolvan and Sana and Afra. What's going to happen? I don't know. Tolvan looks mad. <laughs> uh, and then I guess they were, like, talking about all the comics, and they were like, oh, we'll talk about Bonnie Hunters later. Uh, so they kept talking about how they're going to wrap up Dark droids. And... Then they went back to Bounty Hunters, and they said Bounty Hunters is going to end with issue 42. So we're only getting like four more issues of Bounty Hunters. Ethan Sachs written. He said he only asked for three things to send it out with a bang, and it might be the favorite thing he's ever written. And then he just said, we've managed to keep Valance alive this long, so hopefully he'll make it through this last adventure. But Ethan Sachs' next line that he's starting after Bounty Hunters... Django Fett, coming March 2024. He's back, baby! 2024. Yep. Uh, so it looks rad. Then they also announced Thrawn Alliances from Jody Hauser. So that's like the uh, the adaptation of the book. The comic adaptation of the book. So like, I'm, I like book adaptations. I don't like show movie adaptations because they're like, oh, they just, they're, they're like a, they just released the Oh, they just announced the... What was it? They're doing adaptations of, like, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show right now. And I'm like, well, I saw the show. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need to read it. 
<laughs> but for books, I do like the adaptations because then I get to see it because I haven't seen it before. So like they did the thro- first Thrawn book as a comic adaptation. Um, and it was cool because you get to see like young, uh, what is her name? The uh, Governor Price, like young Governor Price and all the other stuff from the Thrawn book. Um, Eli Vanto. So now in Thrawn Alliances, we're going to get to see Thrawn with Anakin Skywalker and Padme rocking around on a Batu adventure. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I do like that. I hope they do more book adaptations, Dark Disciple. You know? Hmm. Am I right? Yeah. I think that part should be a show. Well, it was going to be, but then that show got canceled. We have another guest. Hello, Echo. Is there an Echo in here? Yes. I'm Echo. Uh, they also announced a Star Wars Mace Windu is coming to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Phantom Menace in January 2024. Oh, that's not that far away. Uh, Kelly Knox is writing a dad jokes, Star Wars dad jokes book. That, that seems right. All is correct in the force. <laughs> Kelly Knox is those funny tweets that I read you periodically. Uh, there's a Return of the Jedi visual archive for the 40th anniversary. Dark Horse is doing graphic novels, starting with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Two different ones. Two comic adventures. Cool. Uh, and that's it. That's all the stuff that got announced. I am most excited, I think, for Django Fit. And the end of Bounty Hunters, I suppose. I thought you were going to be excited for the dad jokes. Yeah, I do like those a lot, but also Kelly Knox gives them away for free on her Twitter. <laughs> so I get like, as long as you follow Kelly, you get like a daily dad jokes, like fun. But yeah, I suppose having like a full repository of book of dad jokes will be fantastic. He wants to come up here. Echo's excited for the dad jokes. Echo, Echo, come here. And that's it, basically. Crimson Climb just came out. Eye of Darkness is coming. High Republic Phase 3 just started. It is already getting bananas, and there's one issue of Shadows of Starlight out. Things are happening. Things are always freaking happening in the comic books. Yeah. Isn't it cool? And then it's like the show. Whoa! Palpatine is back! Eh. Okay. (laughs) He's in comics, To be fair, the Ahsoka one is doing pretty good. The what? Show? Like the show, that, ah. the story within that show. Gotcha, gotcha. We are holding our pods on that. Till strikes are over. So until then. Books! <laughs> Comics. Inquisitor. Yeah, Rise of the Red Blade. You met Iskatakaris. I've known her for a few years, I just never knew her name. Well, you knew her from the 13th Sister. No, well, they never even oh. said that. In no, like, she's completely unnamed in the comics. It was just unidentified Inquisitor, unidentified Inquisitor. Um, if she was in a show, it would say unidentified Inquisitor too. Or maybe just say Inquisitor. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it would say Thirteenth Inquisitor. Their sister, sister. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Inquisitor Rise of the Red Blade by Delilah Dawson, a Rogue Rebels favorite author, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. Without spoilers, how does this stack up to your other, like, Delilah books? This one felt personal. Mm-hmm. Like, she looked into my very soul. Is that good or bad? Bad. Mm-hmm. It's very bad. <laughs> I, this one is definitely not my favorite, 
What? For sure. I like it a oh, lot. I guess from but like Delilah. I think my yeah. favorite from Delilah might be Black Spire. Yeah. I think I like Black Spire. I like Phasma a lot too, but I think I think for me it's Inquisitor, Phasma, Black Spire. Okay. I think I'd probably go Black Spire, Phasma, Inquisitor. Like Black Spire was good, but for some reason it felt more kitty to me. Hmm. But probably because not a lot like a lot happened, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it was like Compared to, like, Phasma, it looked like a kid's book. Hmm. Compared to, like, mm-hmm. the things that Phasma went through and what we read about right, her. Because, right. see, in, I think that, like, in Phasma, there wasn't a lot, like... Because, like, I guess... No, not like nothing. Because I feel like a lot happened in Black Spire. Whereas in Phasma, kind of the story is, like, she's captured and then she escaped. But, like, the rest of the story is just her telling a story. Which there is a lot of stuff that happens in the story she's telling. But in the story that yeah, happens during I the would, book. If I was Vi, mm-hmm. I would be horrible at telling Phasma's story. Because I'm horrible at telling Phasma's story now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, anytime someone's like, oh, you have a, like, they don't, not a lot of people do this. But they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you like Star Wars? Is, are the books good? I'm like, there's one book that I like a lot in particular is Phasma. And they're like, oh, what's it about? And then Phasma. I and then I try to tell like explain the entirety of the book mm-hmm. because they're like oh I'm probably not gonna read it just explain it to me I'm mm-hmm. like okay and then I'm like so then she went and did this uh, I'm sorry wait before that she went and did this mm-hmm. oh but actually it wasn't that guy sorry I messed up so there <laughs> <laughs> they don't have ground they live on spires yeah. they have to climb and sleep in hammocks yeah <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. I think, like, they keep giving... Del- oh, there's also a short story she wrote called The Perfect Weapon. It's, like, pretty cool. It's about Bazine Natal. I don't know if... I don't think you ever read that one. But it was pretty cool. It's nice. Um, no. And I think she did a short story. Like, I'm pretty sure she did the one in... About the Tauntaun in... Right, from a certain point of view, Empire Strikes Back. I think the only short stories... Like, of the short stories that I've read, besides, like, Aliens, because Aliens is, like, perfect from the inside out, um, other than aliens, it's probably the one where it's one of the rebels and he's like, I sent my kid away. I sent my oh, baby away to a family yeah. on Alderaan to be safe and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the first from a certain point of view. And I think that's Will Wheaton who wrote that. I don't know who that is, but like, he's that's, like a Star that's Trek actor. always stuck with me forever because it's such a like... Like, like a, a speechless moment where you're mm-hmm. like you, of course, as the reader, you're like, "Wow, mm-hmm. great, that's awful for you." <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and then the other one was like the one that uh, Anne Convery wrote. Ah, bug. Bug. Which I have been thinking about a lot lately. Bug. That's a good one. Uh, so. The book is basically about an Inquisitor and, like, becoming an Inquisitor, but it starts when they're a Jedi Padawan. The character's name is Iskatakaris, and she's, like, this unknown species who, you know, is trying to be a good Jedi, but, like, has a temper problem, uh, doesn't really feel at home with her somewhat aloof master who is, like, very much more of, like, a bookworm kind of Jedi master. Like, re- like She's not at all, like, emotional. 
Yeah. Like, they don't have an emotional connection like other masters do. Mm-hmm. Other master and Padawans, apprentices and stuff do. Um, so, th- like, it's kind of like what I was saying. Because of it, like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who was it. Um, I don't remember who, but uh, I was, like, there have been a few podcasts where if there's a child involved in Star Wars, I always think, like, man, I wonder how this awful event is going to, like, mess with them in the head later on in life. And then sometimes it doesn't really matter. And, like, they're just like, yeah, it happened. Yeah, my mom died in front of me. It's whatever. But, like, because so, mostly because of Steven Universe. I know you have not watched Steven mm-hmm. Universe, at least, like, fully. Right. But, like, you know, the whole show happens when he's a kid. And then later, there's a new show where he's, like, grown. Not, like, fully grown, but, like, I think he's, like, 18, at least. Uh, 17. Um, and he, like, mentally is not good because of all the traumatic things that happened to him. But us as the viewers, we're just like, oh, it's just a show. Oh, yeah, he, like, fell off a cliff. It's okay. He's, like, a little cartoon. But then later, like... Like, he goes to the doctor, and he and the doctor is like, oh, when was the last time you went to the doctor? And he was like, oh, we never went to the doctor. My dad never took me, because I'm, like, half gem and half human. She's like, you have multiple fractures on your body that have just grown into such a weird morph, and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, she's like, oh, and then he, like, has a lot of anxiety now, because things are peaceful. And she, like, tries to help him, and is like, why are you, like so anxious like what's going on was there anything traumatic that happened in your life and he's like my my whole childhood was traumatic and i was constantly being killed so anyway i kind of liked that whole thing it's really stuck with me with like how just like the cartoony things that happen and then they like come in uh into like a more realistic ish perspective of like mental health in people that go through that, like PTSD, anxiety, and depression, and all that uncertainty. Um, so I really enjoyed, especially because I hate the Jedi, just seeing all these tiny little events happen in Iskat's, like, life as a Padawan mm-hmm. affect her so much as she grows up to become a, an Inquisitor. And, like, the relationships she forms and, like, breaks or kills. <laughs> um, so... I don't know. I just really like that book because of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a, uh, let's see. I, uh, I've been putting on my reviews a little more, like trying to put like other things like, you know, like if you like this book, you might like also. So I put like for this one, I put like, you might like Dark Disciple. You might like Lords of the Sith, Jedi Battle Scars, Inferno Squad, Phasma, Black Spire, Ronin, uh, Path of Vengeance. And I put Battle for the Arena. Like, this one is probably a little more adult than most of the other ones. But, like, the the idea of, like, a person making very poor choices most of the time. And, like, trying to find their way forward without support. Like, whereas, like, the Sith ones are a little bit more, like, everything is a test. I did cry at the beginning when she wrote, like, uh, I think it was just Delilah. And she was like, hey... By the way, get a support system and like this, <laughs> and like she had that whole thing, yeah. and I, I cried. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a pretty good book. I enjoyed it quite a bit. 
Like, I thought it was a good story. I already knew who the character was because I read the comics, but obviously they don't go into the character's story at all. It's like a side character and like two issues. Yeah, of a it's a weird, it's an interesting character to be like. Right. Like, I wonder how that, I, I, like, obviously, I don't know how, like, authors for Star Wars mm-hmm. works, but I wonder how it works where, like, maybe Delilah was reading and was like, I want to I wanna figure out who that kid is. I feel like, Or maybe, yeah. like, Star Wars is like, hey, we slipped in this little character here, figure it out. <laughs> how did I they become it, an inquisitor? I think it's kind of like that, whereas they're like, oh, like, how do we tell this story of a bad person? Like, right. well, let's call Delilah. <laughs> Delilah, we have this character like who can you build a whole story about this? Yeah, like, I could do that. <laughs> you know, boom boom boom. Uh I'm going to give like a little synopsis of the story real quick and then we'll just start talking. Cool. So okay. we're getting to spoilers. Uh young Jedi Padawan Iskatakaris and her master Simberve uh run around the galaxy collecting items of force related import. Uh, Iskat doesn't feel an emotional connection to her master. Uh, her master is very aloof, standoffish, book smart, and not, uh, not, what's the word? Like emotionally reactive or available or whatever you want to call it. Um, all the Jedi are recalled to the, to Coruscant. Reserved. And there you go. Reserved. Uh, all the Jedi are called back to Coruscant and they get sent to the first battle of Geonosis. Which this happened, I'm sorry, this happened so quickly. Yeah. Like, this book, I don't know, I thought, like, it was going to be a little slower with, like, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but, like, it was just like, and this is Iscat, Geonosis. Yeah. Like, this is Iscat, everyone's dead. <laughs> so they send her off to Geonosis, it's a tough battle, but she excels at fighting, uh, which is, like, Trouble, you know, the things that Isket has a problem with are the, like, finding peace, finding your center, finding control. There was an accident when she was younger where she, like, knocked down a column and really injured somebody and they left the Jedi. And oh, now all the other, like, students, all the other Padawans of her age, like, treat her differently and, like... She's so dumb. You know, I what? ...are scared of her or whatever. And, you know, like, uh, do not... And so, like, she has a problem with her temper and she doesn't really know how to, like stop it but in battle she can be free and she can release her emotions or whatever and not you know and excel um so she does very well during the battle her master is killed but she kills a lot of geonosians uh everybody gets knighted because that's what they do after the battle of geonosis (laughs) they like knight everybody and they're like well uh you guys are jedi knights now and then she's also kind of lost at that point because she doesn't have a master no other masters will really take her on with the war and everything going on. Like, nobody steps up, I guess. So she's, like, a little bit lost for a minute. Then when they start sending her on missions, she, you know, makes choices that aren't the correct choices for the thing. But she doesn't have all the quite information. Like, they send her to a place when they're supposed to disable a factory. They lose too many clones to have people at the checkpoints to They disable. lose the master, too. Yeah, and they lose the master who was in charge. Um... And so, like, they're not able to do to the plan. a bird. They're not able to do the There's plan the way that, like, they're supposed to. So she's like, you go do the thing and then get the plans. Because, like, it's her and Tuolan, who is another Jedi Padawan who, like, is, like, her. <laughs> I her didn't know he was a people. black Twi'lek. Yeah. He's a I don't know Twi'lek. how I missed that whole they part. I was thinking he was blue. 
I mean, because I didn't know the color mm-hmm. of him, so I was like, oh, it's blue. And then you gave me the, the book mm-hmm. art, and I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, and now I remember his name, because now I could put a face to his name. Hmm. He's very ugly. Yes. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> uh, so, like, his mission is he's supposed to, like, collect the intel from the computer. So she's like, you go collect the intel, and I'll figure out how to do it. And so she ends up, like, dis- blowing up the whole facility. And then later they were like, there were people like you killed, you know, the people there was a there was a, you know, a colony of workers that lived underneath on the grounds. And she was like, well, you didn't tell me that you told me the thing that was only droids. And she was like, well, the other master knew. Well, he was dead. And so she gets in trouble for not following the orders. But at the same time, she didn't have all the information to follow the orders. But at the same time, she was just like, well, you didn't tell me it's not my fault. (laughs) Instead of like, oh, I killed, you know, 33 people that were asleep. (laughs) <laughs> at the temple or whatever. Um, so she kind of gets in trouble and they kind of shuffle her off to like training younglings during the war, which she is very offended by because she's like, I'm so good at fighting. I'm so good at this. And they like keep shuffling. They don't want me to do this. They don't want me to um, use my things. And she's upset and she tries to find places to like go and be. And nobody will really talk to her. She finds when she's cleaning out her master's room, when she dies, she finds another hidden lightsaber. And it looks like like she has a she doesn't know her species, she doesn't know where she came from. They refuse to tell her to. Yeah, everything is unknown, and it's all wiped from the database or whatever. And her like her fingers are very long, so like her hilt is extra thick because she's like, oh, it's like for my hands and my physiology. So she finds a lightsaber with an extra thick hilt, and she's like, oh, it's like fits me. Was there somebody else like me? And then she has this vision of like someone who looks kind of like her of her species running away throwing her lightsaber down she keeps inquiring about it keeps getting shut down uh and to, for sure doesn't get any answers which is like <laughs> jocasta so new offers wrong. her the job because she's like well you your sempervé i always hoped you would take this position oh and when sempervé dies she like is like her last words are like i'm sorry Feyre. i kept my promise she's doing so good so now she's like haunted by this mystery of who is this person my master was talking to. I found this lightsaber in her room and she suspects that it's someone related to her, like maybe her mother, something like that. And she finds like this guy who's like a maintenance tech named Hizo, who just works in the Jedi Temple. And then he's just like, well, you know, you could always go on a mission. You could always do this. Well, yeah, they're, they're have you training younglings, but like maybe you can do stuff it's on also, your own time. What is he, Scottish? And train to be good. Yeah, in the audio <laughs> version, he's like very Scottish. Um, so I think it's funny how audio people do Scottish people because it's only happened twice. I, if I had a nickel for every time, no, there's a I would have two nickels. <laughs> in, I think it's if, Cataclysm. Yeah. In it's Cataclysm? A, there's a guy who's like oh. makes jokes. He's like a Jedi dad joke guy. Uh-huh. But they like in my book when I read it, like he's like just like, yeah, it's kind of broken down. Be a shame if it were to take off. And like, that's the way I read it. Like, haha, funny dad joke. But in the audiobook, he was a very Scottish guy. And he's like, what's be a shame if you had broken down? Like, and he was all over <laughs> the top with the jokes. And I was like, oh, that was pretty good, too. <laughs> I just remember when they did, um, Qui-Gon. And oh, he yeah. was like super aggressive Scottish. But like, like baby dang. Qui-Gon super yeah. aggressive Scottish. He's like, we're training to be Padawans. <laughs> like, what are we going to do, Master? What are we going to do, Master? Uh, so 
she's like shuffled off to train younglings. She's very unhappy with her job, but she decides to like use her free time to train with double sabers like on her own, use her meditation time. And meanwhile, the Jedi Council is like most important. Mace Windu, of course, is keeping tabs on her because he doesn't trust her because of her anger issues and all that stuff. So eventually they send her back in the field. She does well or whatever. And then Order 66 happens. But she does well, but the that's when they go down to meet the like scientist guy, hacker. Yeah. And that's when he's like, Oh, you're a You're a Picori or something. Yeah. He was like, Oh, you're a this. And Uh she's like, I'm a what? Who? And then she explains out beyond wild space. Yeah, she explains like where her like what planet it is, where like what her species is, Mm -hmm. their traditions of like Pretty like Amish, ish. Well, he's she's just, he's just like, or I can't remember if it's a she, but that she's just she. like a. Oh, you know, they don't leave the planet really. I stuck around there for like a little while, and they don't do tech. They don't leave the planet. They're just like a very, you know, farming people, simple life, secluded. Yeah, and so, but she kind of files that information away to be like, oh, if I ever want to, I can go find my people. Um, Order sixty six happens. Palpatine has tabs on her because instead of shooting her, they're like, okay, do you want to come with us or not? Or die? And she's like, uh, go with you guys. And then Tualan's like, coward! And then, like, yeah. Which, like kill him, presumably. Um, seemed like, yeah, Echo's sad that he went. He, she she went and left Tualan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just really sad. So was Tualan, am I right? <laughs> Boom. But, like, she had feelings for Tualan because Tualan was perceived as like the perfect like jedi almost yeah but almost and also he wasn't like mean to her in the way that the other ones are but he would call her out on stuff he'd be like you made the wrong choice you did this thing that was messed up like you don't see that but he would talk to her he wasn't like everybody else who would just like whisper around her behind her back at first he was and then he stopped and it seemed like he would kind of shut him down and he's like hey dude like she did the job like we had to fight like except when he would take credit that was the first mission yeah yeah. He's like, we did it. And then she's like, mm. she took that very personally. I would. Come on, dude. What? <laughs> get over it. Like, just Why? do the thing and get the thing done. Yeah, y'all did it. Go. And she's like, you're taking my credit. How dare he? Yeah. <clears throat> if everyone thinks I suck and then I do a great thing mm-hmm. and then someone else is like, oh, I did that. I'm like, no. No, he didn't say that. He said we did that. And she's like, but really, I did the most. <laughs> Okay, we want to order percentage over here. Why don't we just get on with the mission? Anyway, uh, let's see. So, Order 66 happens. She joins the Inquisitorius. It's very mean. As you can imagine, the Inquisitorius is. Darth Vader hurts people. The Inquisitors fight each other. And then Tualan pops up. No, but, like, bro, he just goes in and hurts people. (laughs) There's, like... Well, I saw that coming because I already read the comics. So I was oh, like, yeah, cool. but just so lame. <laughs> here we go. Now, Again. here's what I thought. You were talking about how quickly we get into, like, Geonosis. I thought it took a really long time for us to get to the Inquisitor stuff. Most no, of that the book did take a bit. Yeah. Most of the book is her as a Jedi. I That's why I said, like, Geonosis, everyone's dead. Yeah. Like, inc- I don't know. If you split the book into three sections, it's, like, Padawan. Then, like, as a knight. And then, like, finally as an Inquisitor. So, like, all the Inquisitor stuff is, like, the Our last Our little of the book. flower. Our little Inquisitor flower. <laughs> so, she she becomes an Inquisitor. She goes. She's She gets, like, 
she finally makes full Inquisitor, and they, they all have this dueling room, and like she kind of beats the Seven Sister, but then the Seven Sister like beats her up in her sleep. So like, so she's like going to the back to every week. She's getting like wrecked because these people are like brutal. Um, uh, let's see. She ends up with some free time after a mission. I think her last, her like first mission is to go with the Grand Inquisitor on the mission that she never finished with her master that they got called off on Geonosis. Like they were spoke, they were going somewhere and then they were like all genetic Coruscant and then the war happened. So they were like, you were on your way to somewhere to pick up some sort of artifact. Take me there. And she was kind of like, oh, like I have to, I know this guy. And she's like trying to convince him to like give stuff up. But also she knows like if something goes wrong, they're going to kill him. And then she kills him. And she also finds out that Hizo is the one who like was giving everybody updates on her. She kills Hizo. I would too. Yeah. The first guy, I would be sad. Yeah. Very sad. But Hizo was like the one per- And I told you. I told you in the beginning. Yeah. I was like, this guy's too perfect. Oh, you're very There's no way. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Shut up. Uh-huh. You were like, why is this guy being nice? <laughs> What's the what? deal with the Scottish kitty? <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let's He's finish the book real quick. Too. We get to the book. Uh, she ends up going like... After that, she's sort of free. They give her a ship. She gets her armor, but she doesn't want to take her name. And she's like, she knows she's kind of free to move around. So she goes to the planet where her family's from. She finds out what happened to her mother. She finds out that her mother was a Jedi and then returned, like left the Jedi and came home. Couldn't quite, never quite fit in because she left when she, you know, like she was given up when she was a baby. So she didn't quite fit. She couldn't really live that life anymore, so she disappeared for a while. She came back pregnant with a baby. They had the baby for a little while. When the baby started going to the forest, they called the Jedi again. Jedi took the baby, and then, like, they never found her again. Like, she disappeared. I like that. So it's like a matriarchy. Like, yeah. they, it's a whole matriarchy. Yeah. I thought that was so funny because, like, you go, and she was, and, like, Iskat was like, well, who's my father? And they're like, who cares? Yeah, they were like, but, yeah, we don't, we only do the ones we can trace. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, I don't know. <laughs> Whoever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the, because like when she first gets there, she was like, oh, like, you know, you're the, your name, da, 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 you're this, go talk to your matriarch and they can probably show, tell you who you're, what happened to your mother. So when she goes, she's immediately like, oh, I'm your aunt. Like it was your, you know. And she, it's, like, the first time she's treated like family by people who, like, see her as family. Mm-hmm. And she, like, thinks about maybe, like, staying there. But then she's like, well, no, all these the Inquisitors will come looking for me. All these people will get killed. And, you know, so she goes back to her thing. But she at least knows where she comes from. She has a, she has an understanding of what happened to her mom, um, but not quite fully. She keeps being an Inquisitor. She finds Tuolan again. But Tuolan has been, like, more brainwashed than her, like. Some of the Inquisitors she finds out are like tortured and uh, coerced into being Inquisitors, whereas she was like, "Nah, I just want to be an Inquisitor." Like in uh, Andor. Yeah, yeah, probably something very similar to that. But like, she can see that he's unstable and he's like broken, whereas she is not. And then she starts to be like, "Am I the only one who's here by choice?" Yeah. <laughs> like, Grand Inquisitors, like, nah, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to read books. Sorry. You didn't read those comics. No. Uh, so, so let's say like she ends up going on a mission to like hunt down her first Jedi. She ends up having like a kind of relationship with Tuolan a little bit like they're standoffish. 
They understand each other. They they like duel. He stabs her. She wakes up. Yeah, he stabbed her. Yeah, but he's like now we're even. (laughs) And then like they they have like kind of like a romance, but also like it's hidden. They can't really tell anybody. Not because it's like forbidden, but because it's very cutthroat. The Inquisitors like they use all everything against each other. They're always vying for power or for leverage. And if you know her relationship with him can be a weakness that others can exploit, so it's like their secret because of that not necessarily like so it's even with you know because she's always like well the jedi don't even let us have relationships like if that was going to have if she felt something back in the jedi days and now she's keeping secrets because it's just like better for everybody's health yeah so she's like still no freer than she was with the jedi and she starts to understand that i think but she goes on a mission to hunt jedi it's two jedi who she has a very angry like one of the padawans used to make fun of her and be scared of her or like not treat her right she kills her and then the other one is the master who is tuolan's master if i'm not mistaken uh Clefan. and he tells her the full story of about her mother he's like look your mother failed her trials she couldn't do it so she left but she couldn't like we offered her a path we offered her like a job like you can if you fail the temples you could still like work like maybe like the you could still be a droid tech or a fucking gardener. That's or like whatever. if I failed yeah. like getting into the CIA and they're like, yeah. well, well, you can garden. You can be a teacher. Like, you can. <laughs> yeah, but like something like they do. They offer you ways, but I guess she didn't. She so she went back home. She went with her people. She didn't quite fit in there either. She tried to go off and do smuggling and pirating. She came back with a kid. Then when she gave up her kid, apparently like she just had nothing left. She couldn't be a Jedi. She couldn't be with her baby. She let it all go, so she killed herself. And so she's like, you know, Iscat is like, because, like, this is all your fault. Like, you guys never, like, you couldn't Supported help her. her. You couldn't support her. You couldn't help her do the trial. Or if it wasn't, like, you could have just left her at home. Like, or you didn't have to take me. And he's like, no, she wanted you to succeed where she failed. And she's like, no. And then she kills that master. Thank but they God. have a really rad duel, at least in my mind. Oh, uh, I don't care. Uh, that was like the best part, like oh, the, like the duel between her and him, and it talks about he's a ah, the species. I forget the species. Uh, throughout the whole story, they're talking about him, Clefan Opus, and he's a uh, he is. I cannot remember the species, but they talk about how he like he has these ec- epidermal sacs that get inflated, and then they like deflate. But the species he is is the same as the dancer. Is it Garga in Jabba's palace? Who's like, you remember the, like in Return of the Jedi, they have all the dancers and there's Ula, the Twi'lek, and there's like the girls who are singing. And then there's one who has like, she's like uh, a bigger woman and she like has like a crown kind of thing. And she's like a couple in a couple of shots. I think so. So her species is like the species that he is. And supposedly it's like these epidermal sacs. So she'll be like that sometimes. And then they like, and they like, you oh know, yeah, and then they'll be skinny because it talks about how he's like sometimes he was like lean and mean, but now it's epidermal stacks and he looked nice and like fluffy or like whatever. I forgot the word that they used, but like his fighting style would change, and like his strength when they had their epidermal sacks, they were like stronger or whatever. So like she's fighting him and he like is using all his like tricks, and it's like funny because she like this is another time where like I cannot stand her, <laughs> like she's dueling with him. This is this. Uh, it doesn't matter. Let me just finish the book, then I'll complain about her later. Why are you complaining about her? <sighs> She's not a good person, Lizzie. She is not. You are looking at her. 
What? Oh, not funny for a podcast. <laughs> the joke doesn't work in a podcast. We're sitting with our feet up like this. It's like a cool little girl's night. We're right? <laughs> <laughs> like painting each other's toes. We're on a couch facing each other anyway. Podcast visions. Uh, so she fights the guy. She kills the guy. And then she's like, ah, I've finally done it. And I'm going to claim my name. I am the 13th sister now. And then she drinks. And then, yeah, and then she kills the bounty hunter, and then she's like, I'm going to do, you know what? Yeah, what the heck was a bounty hunter? She was just in a killing mood. No, but, like, I was just like, The bounty hunter showed up and was like, that was rad. The bounty hunter was me. <laughs> pretty dope fight, man. He did, he did the backflip off the wand, and I see that coming. Sick. I was like, what is this guy? Mm-hmm. So you don't know who he is? He's not, like, a weird He's not character. in anything else. He's going to get a whole book later. Yeah, later. <laughs> Okay. Uh, a whole comic series about that bounty hunter guy who had nice wine and mm-hmm. so she like kills him and then like sits on the throne and like drinks the wine she's like I'm gonna start a thing this will be my like whenever I complete a mission I will like have a drink from the local da 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 or whatever and that ties into the cause I was like oh that set off a little alarm bells for me who read the comic so then it sort of cuts to the end which is if you've read the comics you already know what happens she goes on a mission with Vader. They Echo like doesn't want to talk about it. He's crying. Yeah, they like <laughs> hunt down Eth Koth, who is like now married and he's a priest and has a baby. Eith. And like the mom's running away with the baby, and then the mom's like, "Please don't take my baby." And she's like, "Okay, go, psych." And then she like force pulls the baby yeah. and takes the baby, and she's like, "Now she'll never trust a woman again." <laughs> but then like that was the problem because then the fifth brother was like. Because, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, continue. Uh, so they go back. They're, yeah, and then that's another thing. He's like, we all succeeded. And Invader is like, good job, Inquisitors. And she's like, but I got the baby. <laughs> then uh, they're back at the base. And, like, Vader senses something, some sort of connection. Because her and Tualan are having a drink. And, so like, stupid. <laughs> so here's, the, here's what I think. This is what I feel. I feel like she is, like, having dalliances with Tualan. But I don't think she loves him. Oh, I think she loves him. I don't think she does. I think Tualan loves her. Well. I don't think she loves him. Like, I think he... But I think that's what Vader sensed. Like, Tualan's affection and desire and whatever. Because, like, she even talks about... She's like, he was having a little too much to drink. And he would say stupid stuff. And then he's like, ain't that right, girl? And then Vader's like, lifts up his saber. And everybody's like, what are you doing? And Tuolan's like, don't hurt her. And Vader's like, uh-huh. And then <laughs> well, as soon as you bring up your saber. he a connection. Yeah. So whether she loved him or not, she still cared about him. Yeah, that's and true. And still, like, even, like, she has tr- major trust issues. Right, but this right. was a one time where she was like, maybe I can. This is fine. Yeah. This is okay. And if something goes wrong, it's fine. Because yeah. I was right all along. Yeah. But that's what I do. Anyway, they get on the run from Vader. Vader chases them around Coruscant, throwing speeders at each other. Uh, side note. Why is he standing on it? I love it. It's so cute. His little <laughs> skirt blows in the wind. He doesn't sit down. Uh, and then he kills them. He, like, force grabs them. They think they've got him. They, like, knocked him down and threw a speeder at him. And then he, like, turns them and, like, turns their blades into each other. So they kill each other. And they're like, we're finally free, dead. That's the end of the book. Oh, yeah, I like just throughout that because they were just trying to... They are processing through so many emotions because first it was Tualan being like, why is he trying to kill you? She was like, I don't know. I literally did nothing. And then, <laughs> and then like, they keep running. Facts. And then they're like, well, we maybe we can kill him. Yeah. Like, if we kill him, we're free. Yeah. And then, like, and then they get stuck, which, like, I, 
can't I think it's so funny when people forget that people have the force. But anyway, right, right. <laughs> whatever. But I just like uh, it, like Delilah does a good job of it in this thing where she's like because she describes it as like as like what they're doing. Oh, they grabbed them in the force and she could feel the hand on her. But I like like. When Vader grabs you, like, it is not, like, you can feel that it's not, like, oh, this is, like, getting grabbed by something else entirely. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like that, because, like, she, that's just, she's like, oh, she felt it when she was, like, choking the life out of this person and getting crushed. She could feel them, and she, like, threw it off. So, because all, all throughout the book, she's getting in fights, and she's, like, forced getting pushed or thrown. But she was, like, when Vader threw her against the thing, she could feel, like, this unmistakable power, like, the grip. I don't know how to describe it other than, like... It's like, I just like the way Delilah described it as like, it was so much, like, I think she said like vice, like grip, like she couldn't even move past it. Like, mm-hmm. whereas like you would think as a Jedi, when they hit you with the force, you're like, push back. And like, I don't know, almost like if somebody's trying to hit you, you can like push back and block it. Uh, I like the idea that if Vader's grabbing you, you can't block it because it just like knocks your hand into your own face. <laughs> like that's the, the gist that I get from it. Yeah. But then that's when like they, they get stuck and they know they're dead. Yeah. And Tuolan's like, well, fine, we're free. Mm-hmm. Adios. Peace. <laughs> and then they kill each other. Yeah. He like, ignites he forces their blades them. into each other. That's bull. Yeah. So, I... Okay. And dramatic for no reason. Yeah, but He's Vader, just salty because he can't have his wife that yeah. he killed himself. Vader is so dramatic. Like, he rode a light... He rode a TIE fighter. He, he like, what did they do on TikTok? What is it called? Stupid ghost riding? He ghost rode his TIE fighter into the temple to be like, what's up, Ezra? <laughs> he turned off all the lights in his box to scare everybody on to the scare before. people yeah. oh I'm sorry the profundity he didn't make it to the Tantive before until the next movie episode 4 dang bro book. dang bro okay now let's talk specifics Isket makes poor choices and so she is not what? a good human being <laughs> So what? Every Many chance. bad things have happened to her. Uh, I heard Delilah on a She podcast. can literally trust no one. No, but she could. She just... Who? I think her master wasn't bad. Her master wasn't horrible. And she I think didn't her do master... anything with her. Yeah, I think she felt... But she did do things, just not the things that she wanted to do. You know who she was? Like, she was? Want to go on She's the stuff. mom in Little Prince. No emotional connection, no hanging mm-hmm. out, no nothing. Just study. Yeah, but she took her with her and she studied with her. What? But there's still no connection there. Yeah, I mean, I but I still don't think, I just don't think that's the way she connected. Which is like, whatever. But I don't think her master treated her bad or was a bad master. I think she just wanted something different. Because she's like, oh, look at all the other masters doing lightsaber. And her master was not a lightsaber person. And it's like, okay, I get that, but why can't you just go do lightsabers on the side and then come back to your master or whatever? But, um, like, I don't think Sembervay was a bad person. But I get, like, all the, like, like, all the, it was, like, the secrets and stuff that kept building on each other to make it worse. Like, if she had told her what happened to her mother, it would have been rough and it would have been hard and maybe they would have found a way to connect. And I think Sember intended to tell her like i think she was saving the lightsaber for when she was ready and she was going to be like okay like now you're gonna jedi knight now i don't know you know here's the lightsaber this is what happened to your family you know this was your mother she failed the trials but you have succeeded now but she died before that could happen and none of the other masters were going to say anything you know 
Mace Windu's a jerk, but Mace Windu's always a jerk. Yeah. He's the worst. Yeah. Canon. Yeah. Um, but uh, Iskat, she feels like, and this is a little bit like the the Anakin thing too, because in a lot of the comics and stuff story, like Anakin's treated like an outsider as well. They're like, oh, they just brought him here. He's like nine years. Oh, he's supposed to be the chosen one or whatever. And he's like supposed to be so powerful, and he like. I don't want to say bullied, but, like, he gets a l- similar treatment to Iskat, like, and the Jedi Order. But he has people he can trust. Or at least like, he can feel can trust. Right. Obi-Wan didn't die. Ahsoka didn't die. Right. Well, Ahsoka doesn't come around until later. I'm talking you about... You know what? He does make poor choices. Oh, he does. When his wife dies. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> when his mom dies. He makes poor choices as well. I'm not saying he's, like... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they're similar in that way. How they're, like kind of outsiders and that makes the situation worse you know whereas but i think he did have people to help like obi-wan was there you're right and ahsoka was there for a little while you know but iskat didn't really have a close friend uh and i think could have been hezo (laughs) hezo yeah so you don't like hezo no fair never trusted him never trusted cat Never, Never trust a Scottish him. cat. <laughs> a Scottish cat who can hear things and then also... Never trust anyone. So Hezo was working for Palpatine, and it turns out Hezo was a failed Jedi who, like, got a job doing droid tech stuff. So I thought that was kind of interesting how... But then there was also, like, this duality of it that I thought was interesting. Like, the... They talk about how, like, oh, you never see, like, maintenance people and, like, pilot, you know, like, you never see the people who make the Jedi Temple work because they have their own secret tunnels. Like, the way that she finds Hizo, she, like, goes back in the library until she finds this little secret garden where he likes to work. And, like, nobody else knows about it. He's like, oh, this is where I come. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, like, Jedi. And she's like, no, that's cool. You can chill. And then they start talking. You know. But, like... There's, like, that classism, right? Where, like, the workers, like, they, they don't need to be seen where, like, the guests are or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, where Disney. the Jedi are. It's literally yeah, yeah. just Disney. Yeah. Interesting. Like, but it's it's interesting to think about. They can't know that you're working. Yeah. No, we don't need to see you guys cleaning the room or whatever. <laughs> you know. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of, like, the, the Geonosis stuff. I thought it was done really well. And then I like the idea that, like, because she has, like, good points. So, like, the whole thing is, like, she goes out there and she sort of, like, loses it. She, like, loses herself in the force and she's, like, finally I'm free and I'm connecting and I'm flowing. And then, like, she comes out of it and everybody's dead. And all the other Padawans are, like, <gasps> clutching their pearls. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, like, but, like, the master, like, I don't remember if it's Cleefan or somebody else, but somebody kind of stands up because they're, like, oh, my gosh, like, did you see her? She killed, like, so many of them. And they were, like, hey. She saved that, you know, the kit or whatever, because there's like two Padawans that like one got killed and they were going to kill the other one. And she saved them by killing everybody else. Yeah. And she's like, look, she saved that person and me. Like, that's what had to be done. Let's go. Like when they're kind of trying to badmouth her. I forgot the name of the girl who badmouths her. It was also like, it was like, oh, let's see. Check my notes. Dang. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) It's a horrible notes. (laughs) dang okay uh i want to say i don't want to give improper credit but i'm pretty sure i heard delilah dawson on a podcast 
I think it might have been Tarkin's top shelf. Um, but she said the thing that she said that I kind of connected to was like Iscat like didn't have support and didn't have help and like if she even just had one person to talk to to help her when she needed it like things could have been better and I kind of like agree with that but I also am like she had so much like there's a little bit of ego there that like I guess that's my pet peeve with people sometimes too. <laughs> like I think I have a very much aversion to it. So when she's like like the thing about the credit or the thing where like that specifically angers me cuz I'm like calm down, you did the mission. You did your job. You want a star? Get out of here. But like I can understand how like when it seems like people are taking your credit. But like you're a Jedi. You're not a you're not trying to go get out another job. Like, well, I also did this and this and that. Like, no, like, your job was to do this and do it. Right, but like I said, like, so many people <laughs> think so badly of her and are so scared of her yeah. and these jerks. Like, she wants people to know what she's done so that way they can stop right, being scared right. of her and stop being jerks about it. Mm -hmm. At least that's what I think. Yeah. She wants to build a good reputation and therefore... Yeah. She has an ego with it because no one else can see it. Right. So she has to. Yeah. And it's almost like every time it's like for her, it's like every time she does something wrong, she gets the blame. But every time she gets something good, she has to share the credit. And that's what she doesn't like. So I can understand it. That seems like. So, yes, saying. ego, but mm -hmm. ego because no one else is going to stand up for herself yeah, or tell her no one like her master. Well, until that she knew yeah, of, right. no, her she knew that her master. She thought her master was good, like, wasn't gonna be like, oh yes, my amazing apprentice is so good and does this and this and this, or like her friends, if she had any, weren't mm -hmm. gonna be like, oh, his cat's really good at this. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of the only one that can hype herself up to be like, yeah, I'm good at this. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes it doesn't. It's not in the correct situations. Yeah. <laughs> So the thing when she was like a youngling and they had their like little thing and she basically what happened is she like knocked down a pillar and it like crushed one of her friends and like she left the Jedi Order because it like hurt her really bad. And then like it, it comes like out. It like broke her spine yeah, or something. Yeah, broke her back. But then it came out later that she like they she kind of always said it was a mistake and they always thought that she just couldn't control her powers. But it was like the other girls were being mean or something and she like was trying to hit them but like accidentally hit her friend is or, that what it was that's what they said they like alluded to like that's what it was because that's what the guy says in the like last years where he's like you know we always said it was an accident but like some people thought that you did it on purpose you did didn't you you were a little jerk <laughs> i don't think <laughs> you know so. you were trying to hit the other girl or whatever you know uh oh so you don't you think it was an accident hmm <sighs> No, I don't know. That was probably on purpose. You know, and that's why, like, they were work working so I, hard I to try that. to keep her temper in control or her feelings and emotions in check, you know. And I think, like, thematically, her... Because it comes up a lot in the book, she has two hearts. Like, they just made it up, and there's not really a reason to have it, other than, like, at one point she gets stabbed in it, and then she's like, aha, I lived, because <laughs> I have another one. <laughs> uh, you know, but, like, I think... For me, like thematically, the two hearts things, like that's why her, her feelings were so intense. Like, 
I like felt... to think that even though it's her species, mm-hmm. I like to think it's her mom's heart and her. That connection to the other people that she just never got? That's all. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I thought it was like, that's why she, like, she had those extra emotions and that extra feeling and that extra, like, because she was extra sensitive. She has really good hearing. And then she was also sensitive to people's emotions. And she also learns to, like, school her emotions because she gets pissy every time she gets in trouble. So then she was like, okay, here comes Mace Windu and he's going to ask me the question. I have to be like, yes, master. (laughs) And, like, be cool. Like, so by the time she's an Inquisitor, she's already really good at, like, hiding her emotions. Because she can't, like, fly off the handle because then she gets in trouble every single time. Yeah. I mean, even when she went to go kill those Jedi, they still thought they were like, Oh, my God, is Cat. Oh, my God. You're you're all dressed in all black. That's crazy. Yeah, you're fine. What a great disguise. (laughs) Black is not your color. Oh, wait, no. She was in, like, clone trooper armor, wasn't she? No, she had, like, a bounty hunter disguise. I thought it was, like... She said they said she was wearing, like, black tunic. Because she goes, when she goes to her village... It's like the same thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Her going to her village reminded me a lot of just going to a Mexican family, like, gathering. Because, like, they all come to hug you. And they all, like, want to, like, know what you're up to and stuff. Um, maybe, I'm sure that's how it is with every family, but this is just <laughs> how I just know it. Like, when you go to a gathering, they all, like, just flock to you. Um... But just also how much, like, just how much love they gave her anyway. Like, they don't even know what she's done, like, to be an Inquisitor. They don't understand how she's not a Jedi anymore and stuff. But they're still like, yeah, it's fine. Right, but they're just happy to see her and, like, welcome her as family. Like, even though they don't really know, they're like, oh, we don't know what happened to your mom, but we always knew you were out there. Like, welcome home. You are one of us. You can stay here if you need it. Like, and that's like the first time that she feels that kind of acceptance. So I think it hits like extra hard for her. She's like, this could be wonderful. They gave me a bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And tea. Yeah. And tea. Um, I do like that part when she goes and like visits the, uh, the uh, thing. The village. Picori. Is it Picori? I can't remember. But... Is that the name of the teeny people in Minish Cap? Picori, yeah. <laughs> what yes. Is, what is her species? <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh... I just think that that was, like... Such an unnecessary thing to keep from her. Like, because there was one other of like her, her species... Lineage? Like, that's crappy. I wonder if they were just, like... You see, I don't look... I don't know what the right answer is. But I don't think it was... Like, I think her master had a plan. I think if her master hadn't died, I think she would have revealed that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think when Sembervay dies, nobody else wants to... You know what I mean? Like, everybody else has been keeping the secret and nobody knows what to say. And they're... Like, there's probably a little bit of, like, taboo about it, too. Oh, she was a failed Jedi, and we don't know what happened. And also that she killed herself. And, like, they don't want to spread that or whatever. Because it was even wiped from the records. Like, all it says is, like, you know. Like, I think she looks at it, and it was, like, former Jedi Knight. And, like, that's all it says or something like that, you know. Or whatever, when she tries to look up her name in the archives. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that they could have found a way to tell her that 
And it, I don't know. I don't know. But I think, it, I think it had to do with her master. At least that's what I imagine. Like, I think I think the intention was to tell her the truth. Eventually. No, it's Korean. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Sorry. I think when her master died, just nobody else knew what to do. And nobody else trusted her or cared about her, really. You know what I mean? Like, so I think she just kind of got shuffled off to the side and nobody wanted to be the one to give her the answers. You know? And then, like, they say multiple times, like, you know, well, I don't want to know more about me. Like, oh, who cares? You're a Jedi. Just tell them you're a Jedi. When people ask me, I want to know what to tell them, where I'm from. You're from the temple. You're a Jedi. Like, so she's, like, very set on it. And I think everybody else is like, oh, it's fine. Just whatever. I don't even get how they, ki- like, that's like telling a kid, like, that's like every horror movie where they're, they tell the kid, don't open the door. Don't open the door. One, why would you tell the kid about the door anyway? Two, mm-hmm. now the kid wants to go to the door. It's my favorite episode of the IT crowd. Like, that's stupid. Why would you tempt this child into it? Like, just, the- <laughs> it was dumb. Well, I mean, to be fair, they didn't tempt her. She found her master's dying words were the, like, that's what sets her up, right, right? Right, but then to be like, no, no, we must yeah. not talk about it. Like, it wasn't yeah. even anything that, like, <gasps> it was just kind of yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, it was to her. To and her. then <laughs> what's even worse is that, like, they allowed, like, Tuolan got to go back to his home planet. Mm-hmm. And, like, they let certain Padawans go back to the home planet. For culture reasons. Mm-hmm. That is so horrid. Well, no, it wasn't even that. Remember? He was like, oh, like, well, not we for had, him, to, but we had yeah. to, like, blend in. So I had to go. I was the obvious choice because I had to yeah. fit in with the people. But she talked about how there were some uh, Padawans that would go back to their home planet mm-hmm. for culture stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, that's awful to, like, have everyone else be able to do that. And we couldn't, you know? Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. And, like, remember, it's almost like the same thing that, like, like that part of that is what sets Dooku off, too. In Jedi Lost, like, once he finds out his lineage and his, like, story and what happened to his people, like, you know what I mean? Because they don't really tell him where he's from, and they do, like, a Jedi show on Sereno or whatever it is, and he ends up meeting his sister, and that's, like, what kind of starts off, like, him connecting with his culture and people and planet and leaving the Jedi, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, a lot of the times, the Jedi are not doing these things, biting them in the butt, you know. But I think in this case, it was like they just didn't, like, I think her master had a plan, whether it was right or not. And then I think everybody else just didn't want to be involved with it and didn't care about whatever, her well-being. It didn't really, wasn't there for her. Didn't want to give answers, didn't want to involve themselves in whatever. And I think that sucks. Um... Yeah. I loved this character very much. Yeah. She upsets me. (laughs) She's very... Very... She just makes poor choices. And it... it, I Like... That's that's what happens. uh, Yeah, no, it does happen. But some people learn. (laughs) She just never learns. And she just gets worse and worse the entire book. But Um, I think she's just... Like... If... Like, in a video game, I would make those choices. Mm. Like, in real life, no, because there's a mm. lot of consequences. Mm. But, like, I don't even know how to, what the, like, 
relation I would put with like real life and like becoming an inquisitor. But like, anyway, a cop. I, I don't think so. <laughs> wouldn't like being a cop. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wouldn't being a cop be the Jedi? I don't know. No, because the Empire takes over. No. Anyway. Okay. Like it's just like <laughs> I don't know. I just like this character a lot because I like when people show all the Jedi flaws because they're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I love the Jedi. I hate the Jedi. I love the Jedi. I hate them a lot. I think in this case she had legitimate gripes, but also think like there were people that were like honestly there to do good. Like I think the other master that she kills at the end was like not a bad dude. He should have told her, but like he wasn't a bad dude. And then there was another one who was like, kind of helpful and like could have been there it wasn't windu (laughs) it's never windu uh (laughs) but like she has like a little conversation with obi-wan and he's like hey just do your best like we do what we can yeah that was cute and he's like not stand and he even says he's like oh sembervay was always very proud of you like that was cool like now jocasta's a little touchy like i don't think jocasta was mean but jocasta knew more about and maybe should have let on a little more but jocasta was very like hey jerk you should be here. Like, she was training you to be here. Like, Jocasta knew the plan. <laughs> like, I think Jocasta could have been the person to, like, offer more help and be there. Mm-hmm. You know. But, like, the Jedi as a whole were working with... Like, she even she says that. She's like, okay, I get it. Like, they didn't tell me the information, but they don't have the information either. They have to make the... Like, we're all in war when we shouldn't be. You know? And that makes things rough. Um... But, like, yeah, like like anybody else, the Jedi make mistakes. But it's like a... Like, her opinion of the Jedi is just worse and worse based on her personal stuff. Which is fair. But also, like, no, you shouldn't have blown up 30 people. Or if you didn't know, fine. You could at least feel bad about it. You could at least be like, man, I'm really sorry. I, I, I will make better decisions. Echo disagrees. Instead, she was like, well, if they would have told me, those people would be alive. And I'm like, okay, where's the part where you feel bad about 30 people are dead? You can still feel bad about you're it just, and still be mad. No, she's like, she has never said she felt sorry. She was just like, well, I didn't have all the information. So they should have told me. See, that's where I would have been like mad, but also I would feel bad totally. But I would be like, dude, why wouldn't you share this vital information that could have saved lives? Like if I, I was just doing the job. Yeah, that was the first part. Where I was like, okay, she's, like, there's no coming back from this because she has no remorse for, like, things like that. Like... She, well, she doesn't have an emotional connection with people. Yeah. But, like, Thanks, not even... Ember. But, but, but Jedi are supposed to be, like, helping people. And as soon as she's, like... She doesn't go and help people, though. Like, yeah, Sember doesn't really... really she, well, I guess they not just, that they, they just don't... go buy stuff, right? That's yeah, Sember... It's not like Sember doesn't go and teach her, like, about helping people, but she doesn't, like... Like, well, I don't know, I mean, like Anakin and them go and help people. Ahsoka goes and leads missions where right, she has right. to care about her soldiers But even, like, before the war, I guess what I'm saying is, like, from their relationship, we really don't see them deal with people in that way. They're kind of, like, collectors, you know? They bargain. Yeah, so, like, That's they all. don't really... It doesn't seem like she goes on a lot of missions where they're helping people who are hungry or, you know, things like that. And so, you're, so you're probably right that they don't... Like, obviously, the everyone does have, like, mm-hmm. 
empathy, but they're all different levels of empathy. Yeah. Like. But even like, that's like, I mean, I feel like dead people, that's basic human empathy. Yeah. But I think at that point she was just so mad that no one told her. Yeah. And And that's fair too. Both those things can be true, but never in her thought. Like when I read the book, she never thought about the dead people. All she thought about was being mad that they didn't tell her. And that's the other thing is that if she was already like, I do this even with you guys or Mm -hmm. like any, like mostly like you, but, and like mom and stuff. No, I meant like you you and mom and don't feel bad about it. No, like when, you know, if, if I get so mad, even if I know I'm in the wrong, if I'm like really, really mad, I'm not going to say that I'm wrong just yet. Like, I'm just going to keep proving my point. Uh, just dig that hole a little deeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's exactly no. what she was doing. Because then if she, like, if she would have backed down, mm-hmm. like, while it would have looked better on her to back down, she mm-hmm. didn't want to because Mace is a jerk. Yeah. We all know Mace is a jerk. That's true. And she was not ready to give up the fact that she did something technically right. good. Like, she completed the mission on paper that she was given. And she's right about that. But, like, there were very bad consequences to that. Yes. You know, uh, they like, yeah. And I just like, because, you know, putting myself into those shoes, I'm like, if you would have been like, you blew up the thing. We didn't tell you to blow up the thing. You said to turn, you said to disable the station. That's what I did. The other thing wouldn't work because the people died and I couldn't set off the little electrical pulse or whatever it was supposed to do. You know, and they were like, well, there was like a village of people that lived there. And I'd have been like. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know. Like, did they? They, they were home. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> they weren't on vacation. They didn't go to the beach or nothing, did they? It was quiet. I didn't see anybody. Yeah, that my other thing. There were so many explosions of blaster fire. Why didn't they come out? Or what happened? Yeah, how underground? They were like, it's soundproof. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> or then again, if you hear blaster fire, you're not supposed to run out and be like, what's going on out here? You should run away. Well, if you're underground, there might not be anywhere to run away to. Yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah. Yeah, that was like that. That that point in the book was where I was. I already knew there was no coming back for her because I knew she's going to be an inquisitor. I know the ending of her story. But, I did not. Besides that, she was going to be an so inquisitor. Do you? Because some people, you didn't know who she was, so the ending was like a weird surprise for you. Yeah, because like, tell me how that makes you feel. <laughs> well, because. I wasn't sure how she was Delilah was going to end it mm-hmm. because it wasn't until she killed all three of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, which was funny because like she killed, uh, what's his name? Tulum, Tualan. Tualan. <laughs> Tualan's master. Yeah, I didn't realize that she had killed his target too. Yeah. She just got like a triple like yeah. kill. Yeah, she she was real good in Fortnite. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she emoted all over to all. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I wasn't like when I when that happened. Um. I think I went to use the restroom or something. So I looked at my phone, and it was like fifteen minutes left of the audiobook, uh-huh. and I was like, "Huh? What mm-hmm. do you mean?" So you thought that she was gonna like turn around and be good. I don't think she... I didn't think she was going to be fully good, but I thought that there was going to be... Maybe, like, pull a Darth Vader and do, like, one good thing and then be like, peace. <laughs> no, I, no, I think I just thought that maybe just thought that was she so was going to, like, still be an Inquisitor, 
but form a better relationship with Tuolin mm-hmm. to the point where, like, maybe she would have, like, done at least some of those yeah. thoughts that she had. Because in the well, later, yeah. she, like, is like, oh, yeah, maybe we should, like, I don't have to do this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. all the Jedi will be dead. Like, you know, maybe I can, maybe right. me and Tuolin can go back. Yeah. Like, so, I thought maybe something like that would happen like where, like, she disappear. was like, oh, I'm just going to head out. Peace. <laughs> anyway, peace. But also still struggle with that yeah. or something. But, like, uh, okay. I guess I see what I, you're saying. I just thought, because I wasn't sure. I Again, I have not read a lot of Star Wars books, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But from what I, from the Star Wars books that I've read, there's always a semi-happy ending uh, so i was like oh there's probably gonna I be mean, like i wouldn't happy say ending. like phasma i because i feel like this character has a lot in common with phasma phasma's i say it's phasma a happy is ending a bad, but then again phasma is the main character but phasma's not the main character yeah it's really about vi yeah. vi is just telling us Hard about enough. phasma but like phasma's a bad mofo and like i kind of thought like oh this is a person like that no remorse, no regrets, we don't care what it meant. Another day, another death, another sorrow, another breath. No remorse, no regret. It is off of Kill em All. Anyway, Kill em All is a great album that uh, Ice Cat would probably like. Kill Switch Engage? No, Kill em All. That's the first Metallica album. Oh. Excuse you. Oh. <laughs> uh, so. You said album. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what an album is. But I was trying to guess which <laughs> band it would be from. Oh, Metallica. Um. The yeah, so I read the comics already. I knew it was gonna happen to her, and there's like a little bit of a time jump. So like as soon as they hit the time jump, and it's like they went on missions for a long time, her and Tuolan secretly making out sometimes or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And then when it gets to the part, I kind of knew it was coming, but I also got to see it from her point of view. Um, but yeah, like no remorse in this character because I I think. Like, you can't justify her actions. Like, there are no justifications. Uh, no, but everyone loves Vader. Uh, he's a bad dude, too. <laughs> Nobody likes him because he's good. I don't think. Oh. <laughs> Hit us in the comments. Give <laughs> <laughs> a thumbs up if you think Vader's good because he's a cool guy. Uh, no. Like, Vader does... But it's, like, weird because Vader... Yeah, so, yeah, don't get me started on Vader. He's, like, because Anakin did really good things. He wasn't always a jerk. It's just like when he falls, he goes all the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, okay. But like there were things that he did, like he really did try to help people. He really did like do things for a good reason. Uh, but anyway. But like, yeah, like I don't think there's any justification for her stuff any more than there's justification for anybody else's actions. Or less. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I knew who she was when I started the book. And so I could already see the seeds getting laid down when she was like the very first one that got me was she was like, uh, there's a part in the book where she's like, and she had a little flash of no, a Jedi didn't feel rage, annoyance at Mace Windu saying something, something or other. And that was the first time where I was like, eh, here we go. <laughs> and it's like in the very beginning where she's like a Padawan and they say something. It's the worst. Yeah. Cause I do that every little thing. The whole reading people, the whole, like, having to, like, fake things, mm-hmm. like, so hard. And then wanting to take credit for things and wanting to hear the good job. Like, that is just so p- 
pinpoint accurate, and I hate it. Wait, you're saying to you? Yes. Oh, that's a bad sign. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I I I I don't know. Like I don't want to say I don't have an ego because I'm sure I do sometimes. I'm sure I. Right, and but also a- like you know the way I do stuff. I get it done, and then it's done, and I don't cry about when I. But like that's just me. I'm not saying like I like to think that I don't have a key, but I'm sure there are times. There are definitely times where I'm like, hey, I'm happy to see my name in this thing that I did. Or, hey, I'm proud of that thing that it's I accomplished. Ego. Uh, it is, right? Because it's about me. It's not, you know, like if I'm putting myself in something. Yes, but there's like, no, I don't want to. I was going to say like Sigmund Freud says, because like there's, he's weird. But like there's three <laughs> different types of ego, you know? Okay. I don't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? (laughs) Sigmund Freud. (laughs) There's three types of ego. I don't remember. You put up two fingers. (laughs) Sigmund Freud is really drunk right now. I'm like getting fully into the character. Okay. Uh, But. It's funny. I didn't say that out loud. But I literally thought it. Is that ego? How much triple sec did you have? It was not much. It was just the rest of the bottle. That was like an hour and a half ago. It's when we started this book. It was when this guy was a Padawan. <laughs> Just a simple seed. Uh-huh. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, that it's like... And that's the thing with like certain characters. Like, Afra, I don't feel like the... Like, I, I feel a connection because she has, like... She has just trust issues in general. Characters with mm-hmm. trust issues. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I you get me. Mm-hmm. Even though it's supposed to be like, oh, it's a bad thing that she has trust issues. But anyway... Uh, I don't know if it's... Maybe it is. It's kind of supposed to be a bad thing where they're like, no, you can trust me. Learn to trust. Who was it that said, said that, that very it's mockingly. a... Yes, because it's stupid. But anyway, hey, wait, who says I said I was going to pick you up at 2.30 and I was there at 2.30. Everybody calm down. <laughs> you can trust you me. You were there at 2.31. No, I was there at 2.25, but I texted you at 2.30. Whatever. Um, I like to be on time. Who's... I can't remember... Was I? Was it in the book where someone says like, "No, it's it's not. Trust is a trust is a skill." Oh. Who says that? Uh, it's I don't in think something it's I book, watched recently. <laughs> but anyway, I think it was one of one of the TV shows. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but. There was like trust is a, a skill that you have to, you know, mm-hmm. you have to hone. You have to like, yeah. you have to trust to le- right. start trusting, which is awful and scary because people are very untrustworthy. And true. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, with Afra, I was just like, oh, like, yeah, she has trust issues and she has problems with like forming certain relationships because of like, you know, some history she has and i was like yeah i kind of relate with this character that's kind of cool mm-hmm. but nothing else about afro was like yeah i'm so funny mm-hmm. yeah i'm like you know i'm like this or like, that so funny yeah no that's why <laughs> that's <laughs> that's why i'm saying like i'm not like afra in those mm-hmm. certain aspects but with iscat it's just like all the way detail to detail i'm just not red <laughs> <laughs> And so Vader didn't give you a haircut? Yeah. And that's why I'm like, 
that's why I also wanted a good ending because I was like, there's got to be something good mm. that comes from being this kind of person. How could there? I don't know. <laughs> but I was hoping Delilah would okay. give it to me. Fair. Well, <laughs> I don't then, know if you know Delilah like I know Delilah, <laughs> which I don't know Delilah, but I've read a few Delilah books. But then Delilah was like, listen to me. Stab. I just remember. Well, it wasn't really her fault about the ending, yeah. but like still. How dare you? Delilah's story in From a Certain Point of View, Empire Strikes Back, I'm pretty sure is the Tauntaun story that I think she wrote just because at the end of the story, they cut the Tauntaun open. <laughs> okay. So I think... So I was messed up from the beginning. <laughs> I think Delilah always knows where she's going to go. Hmm. Um, let's see. I'm just going to... Simber Vey. I don't know. Did you, did you... I don't... Like, we don't get to spend much time with her master. I don't like her. Yeah, you don't like her. Well, I mean, she's fine. I just, I would hate that in a master because yeah. like Iscat doesn't prefer it. There's no connection. Yeah. Like if Iscat was the same person as Sember, or if they were, because that's the other thing that they said is that they didn't have a connection to begin with. Because usually the mm -hmm. a Padawan and the master like have this force connection. Yeah. So and I don't want to beat this the over the head, but like. She feels like, oh, you just took me because you made a promise. And again, same exact thing that happened to a little baby Anakin. So, but keep going. Yeah. Like, yeah. But also, Obi-Wan's just built different. <laughs> Obi-Wan just built different. <laughs> he knows how to take care of a little baby as a baby. Obi-Wan was a little baby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He took care of a baby as a baby. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like, and that's the thing is like, it's like they were learning together, even though Obi-Wan, yeah, yeah. like, knew already, but... I, I really kind of do like how their relationship changes, like, they're for their master and apprentice, and then they become brothers, and, like, obviously Clone Wars is very good at that, but anyway, continue. We ain't here to talk about Clone Wars. Um, yeah. Sember well, Bay. there was, like, some stuff with, like, Sember and her, like, inter... I liked when she interacted with the kids. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of cute. Especially because yeah. they, like, brought out, like, pretty, like, good in her yeah. at the time. There's, like, a one, there's, like, the one funny part where she's, like, you know, there is no, you know, there is no harmony, there is chaos. And they're, like, you did it backwards. And she's, like, did I? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was cute. And then they also mentioned uh, Kelleran Beck, because Master Beck is the other one who teaches the kids. So I was happy to see that. That's uh, Ahmed Bests, who plays him. Ah said bests as if there are Best. multiple Ahmeds. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I meant he's just Ahmed the best, best of the best. Yes, he is the best of the bests. Mm -hmm. uh, Ahmed Best who plays, you know, him and rescues your little Grogu. Um, so, yeah. yeah, but I like that. And I, but I like that not only that, like she does kind of find herself through that. Like a little bit. She does like work on some of the basics with her own self. Like even though she's kind of like, she ends up finding a freedom in it. And I think if I had like, she doesn't see it then, but that's probably, like, the best moment she has in her life. You know what I mean? Like, that time she's doing what she wants. She's training on her own thing. She feels undervalued and alone. But at the same time, she's connecting with herself. You know? Yeah. And granted, Hezo's like, just get better. <laughs> you know, or whatever. Never said you couldn't practice or whatever. Uh, but, like, she feels free in that way to where she's, like, doing what she can she's helping the little people i don't know why they're little people little babies <laughs> little babies uh but she like gets to 
train in what she wants and gets to research or whatever what she wants, even though she's not finding the answer she knows. But all I'm saying is things don't really get any better for her. The more steps she tries to take, and I think that's a really good realization towards the end of the book when she's with the Inquisitors and she's like, I'm supposed to be free. We're supposed to be rid of all this Jedi lies and despicable. And I'm like just as trapped as I ever was. Like, and I think that's like a really important thing. But not only that, that she sees it. Like she sees these people don't care about her either any more than the Jedi did or any, she doesn't have any more friendships. She's free to go wherever she wants, but she really can't because she'll be killed or <laughs> punched in her sleep to death and wake up in Bacta or whatever happens. Yeah. You know? So, like, I think she never finds that freedom that she wants. But, like, she just can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's sad. But I kind of think that that time in the book, she doesn't realize it, but that's the best her life is ever going to get. <laughs> All I'm saying is take every day, like, enjoy it for what it is. Mm. I don't know if that's a good lesson. <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut now. <laughs> huh. uh, Life is expensive, though. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The Republic credits! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, what else? Huh. Who else we got in this book? Uh, did you? Yeah, Tuolan, what do you think about him? Do you like him as a character? Like... Fine. I yeah. mean, um, it was okay. Nothing wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Eh. Uh, what about like okay? Well, like familiar. Like, uh, there's a scene where she like is in an elevator with Palpatine, and he's like, "Oh, you sound chill." I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I knew it from the moment that Mace was like, "Would you escort the mm-hmm. Emperor?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "No, the Chancellor." The Chancellor. I was like, "No." <laughs> mm-hmm. And then that's the thing is, she let her guard down. Like, that's the worst. That's like when I go to a coworker and, like, like if I get in an argument with my coworker and uh-huh. I go to another coworker and I'm like, yeah, this happened. And they're like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then they go and tell the other person, like, <laughs> they, like don't. Like, but that I, was the worst person to, like, drop yeah. her guard and but drop I, her, like, like yeah. carefulness of what she says and stuff. But we all know that. And she has no idea. Like, and then I love how it's described in the book. I love how she was like, oh. I just felt comfortable with yeah, him. Yeah, he seemed so nice. He was so, like, he actually listened. Oh, like, how nice he remembered me. <laughs> like, you know, and stuff like that. Like, it's all these little tools that these manipulative people use to, like, to charm you and to, like, do all this stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, yeah, he good at that. <laughs> you know, good job. Oh, that was something that I was going to say. Um, I keep reading this, like, the comic. Not... Not the whole thing, just a little part where Vader is chasing his cat and Tualan mm-hmm. around. Um, but I was like, I wonder what happens after. And so I went and I like clicked to a little more, and then that's when Vader goes to the Emperor. Uh-huh. The Emperor's like, "Whoa, dude, what the <laughs> heck?" I was gonna say, uh, "Yeah, I didn't know you had read more into it." Okay. And the Emperor's like, "This is literally my home. Yeah. You killed a senator. You killed a senator. Now I have to like bribe somebody else or whatever." Yeah. And, like... and I was like, "Yes, get punished uh-huh. just a little." And then yeah, but that's when Vader was like, "Oh, well, the fifth brother said that." you know, Iscat was trying to let the baby be free, but because I was looking, she suddenly took the baby back. Mm -hmm. That is why I snuffed them out. Like, before an infection had spread, blah, blah. 
And I was like, okay, that's that's on Iscat for being all cocky. Mm-hmm. That's that I get. Yes. But because I was thinking, I was like trying to listen back. I don't remember if she said that she was going to let them go. She didn't, right? Mm-mm. Not at all. Mm-mm. She just said like, yeah, I want to make her not trust anyone anymore. Yeah. Which like is awful, but kind of yeah. cool. L- awful. But like, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, nice. <laughs> 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 but anyway, so, <laughs> um, but then the fifth brother is a jerk and was, always a jerk. And was like, well, actually, she mm-hmm. told she totally just let the baby go. But because I was looking, she mm-hmm. brought the baby back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifth brother is very think, conniving. I think it Vader just hated was just jealous, but whatever. Yeah, maybe. We'll never know. Uh what oh, about But then I hated it because the, uh, the Emperor was like, anyway, let's talk about the good thing you've you've done. And I was like, No! Keep being mad at him. I wanted to be like Afra, where Afra tries to tell on <laughs> Vader for the Emperor. Like, and then it didn't even go well, because Emperor was like, oh, you did a bad thing? I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you. Backstabbed house city. It was lame. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, the whole, I loved, like, because I was going to say, like, you did, I didn't know you didn't know that, or I didn't know you knew that, but, like, the result of that fight is the Emperor's like, you guys can't be here no more. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to give you a whole planet with a castle, and we're putting the Inquisitors on a moon. So they get their own castle out of this because they like fought on Coruscant and threw speeders at each other and killed people in parks. Um, yeah, I thought that was really funny. Uh, what about what about the uh, the Grand Inquisitor and the Seventh Sister? Because those are like other than the main characters, those are like the most featured Inquisitors. Seventh Sister is lame. She literally got beat up and then sent droids. Yeah, and then jumped her at night. <laughs> yeah, and sent droids at night. Yeah, like. That's lame. She couldn't even yeah. do it herself. Nope. Lame. Stupid. Lame. She's lame. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was it. She's just lame. She got her hand broken. Yeah. Um. I like the idea of the way that uh, Iscat does things. Is she's like, her control in theory is like so good. She like, she like reached into her hands to like break the little bones, and that's sort of how she. She doesn't quite beat Vader, but she like gets vader to leave by like disconnecting a wire yeah, in his helmet that was pretty cool you know like and i like that it kind of stems off of her because this is all because of like when she brought the tower down her power was she needs to work on her control and like be gentle and so like it all pans out all the way till she's like go ahead get out of here and then she like delicately brings the baby down you know like is like the culmination of oh like how good i am at my powers because i'm so gentle and like detailed and can like gently grab a baby baby you know. so yeah um, ugly. good book very enjoyable character study completely it's all about this character um, I, I enjoyed it I like it a lot but I still think it's probably like my I definitely like I like I guess because none of the characters I like in this book <laughs> you know what I mean like there's not anybody to cheer for who is a good person yeah, I mean, even Tuolan turned bad, too. <laughs> he wasn't even that good in the first place. You I, mean, know? He was, I mean, he was a good person. Yeah. He just And, like, for me, halfway like through Jedi. the book, I, I mean, I already know where she's going. So, like, I never thought she was going to go somewhere good. Um, but, you know, even, like, with her, her master seems all right, but then her master's dead. 
everybody else is mean to her, so I don't like them. Yeah. Mace Windu is always a jerk to anybody. Obi-Wan. We can say yeah. Yeah, yeah. thank you to Obi-Wan. And he's gone, and then she gets in an elevator with Palpatine, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh. So, like, there was nobody to cheer for in this book. Whereas in Phasma, I'm cheering for Vimerati all the time. And okay. Galaxy's Edge, of course. Black I mean, Spire. yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to compare apples and oranges, I'm just saying. And it, But it, the book is very enjoyable. You don't cheer for her, but every time she does something, you're like, ah. This is me the whole time reading this book. That was very much not me the whole time reading this book. Yes. I was just like, hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I get it. I just don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you could be so much better. You could still be a good person. She killed all three of those Jedis. I was like, yeah. Even when people are mean to you, you can take the higher road. Nope. (laughs) No. Why would you? To be a good person. So what at that mm-hmm. point? Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Any final thoughts on this wonderful, sad, tragic tale? Uh, what about like? I don't know. Do you like her costume? Do you like her helmet? Do I just like don't thing? think they draw her cool in the comic. Yeah. Do you like how she looks on that book cover? No. no? She looks like an imp. Okay. Like in both. Like, which is now making me question if she's supposed to look like a weird imp. Because in the comic, they make her face very, very round. In the book, they make her face super elongated. And I'm not sure which is supposed to... Like, I'm guessing the one in the book... I mean, they're all interpretations. Yeah. I always just think she was a red person with long fingers. Yeah. And, like, mostly shaven head. Uh... So I, I also just, I don't know. I, I don't really like the comic book art for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's never well, been my on favorite. The art, the artist, I'm sure, right? No. No? Because I, I really like Kanan, the guy who did, who, who did the Kanan comics? It's not yeah, that one's it's fine. A, that artist is, I love that artist. That oh, one's uh, good. It's just like. Pepe Larraz. Yeah. That one's fine. Um, it's just like a, most of the Star Wars books. I just, I don't yeah. I, I can't tell if it's because, like, they're trying to draw really fast, and therefore, like, that's why well, his like cat looks style. weird or something. There's a comic yeah, style but, like, for art, usually. <sighs> you know, and most of know. it goes with that. Like, I think, like, like I really like the Kanan art more than I like, I don't know, like, uh, you know, who who did the uh, that, that original Darth Vader run? Like, the Afro ones, I don't like at all, either. Sometimes they draw her really weird. I don't know who's doing well, because you're still in the other Afro. I like the Afro art now, and it's not like a realistic style. It's a little more like like the covers fun. look phenomenal and stuff. But then I yeah, go to read it, and I'm like, different. ew, yeah, why does it look like artists. this? Yeah, I mean, but also I, I feel bad because they're they're, you, ten, they're can, ten times more better well, at drawing than I am. But yeah. I just I guess I just don't like the I style. <laughs> no, but I mean, like it's just a style thing. But then also, like, different comic artists have different styles. So I'm, I'm sure there are comic artists or, like, certain comics where you're like, oh, this is, like, dope art. Like, I know for me, I'm like, oh, okay, this is, like, all right. Like, and then there's comics where I'm like, dude, this is so dope. Like, I really like Villanelli right now, who does the Bounty Hunters line. But it's a very, like, 90s style, like, of, of art that I like. And then there's, like, you know, the Afra stuff that's very, like, I don't even want to call, like, there's something fun about the artist i forgot the artist's name uh 
whoever but they're doing the afro now they're not doing the ones that you're reading right now which is like the original afro series like the 2017 oh i wanted to say um I was play. I told you already, but I was playing demonologist, which is like I don't know. If people know phasmophobia, and if not, that's fine. It's just a ghost hunting game where you go either by yourself or with friends, and you go and you hunt ghosts, um, and you like figure out what type the ghost is, and then you exercise it, and blah blah blah. Like Pokemon, but with ghosts. Are you talking about it in real life, or is it a game game? It's a game. But is it? Because you said you go around in the game, you're going in around? the in the. Where you walking game. around in real life like Pokemon Go? No, being, in the like, game you okay. going around. Gotcha. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, but they um, like the each ghost has a name. So every mission that you go to, they each have a name. Mm-hmm. And for this one, uh, I was walking around. I was like, I had the EMF reader and blah blah blah. blah. And I was, like, talking to my friends. I was like, okay, what's the ghost's name? Because if you also say the ghost's name, it could, like, make them mad and, like, appear. And, like, you can figure out what type it is. Blah, blah, blah. And they were like, uh, let me check, let me check. Uh, oh, it's Alyssa Wong. And I was like, wait, what? Like, like actually? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, like, Alyssa, Alyssa Wong? They're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. They're like, who's that? And I was like, it's like a comic book person Mm -hmm. they did afra and stuff they're really cool yep and then like the entire game i was just like like (laughs) trying to get the ghost i was like Alyssa Mm -hmm. wong can you hear me (laughs) afra (laughs) afra 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 is cool they're also doing high republic stories now they've joined the high republic like people and i think they have a book with dj older doing it's called escape from valo but their first story is the one that I just read from Tales from Light and Life mm-hmm. uh, with Crash Angwa, who nice. is a character DJO created named after Alyssa Crash Wong. <laughs> the, the character's name is Crash Angwa. Nice. Cool. Rad. Good times. Well, yeah, I just, I, th- this was at like 3 a.m. too. And I was like, Alyssa Wong? <laughs> <laughs> when you're like waking up for work? Oh, no, no, no. Like oh. this was on my day off. Excellent. I do not do that on my... I, that would be a complete fool. Because I, like, wake up at four. Mm-hmm. That would be that awful. Would be yeah. I thought you said that would be a bad thing. All right. Any final thoughts on Rise of the Red Blade? Other than thank you, Delilah Dawson, and how dare you? <laughs> and who hurt you? <laughs> um, just is cat. I will be thinking about her for a long time. Um, I was going to make a playlist for her this morning because you had a playlist that apparently someone made, mm-hmm. like an official person made. Yeah. The Del Rey editor's playlist, I think. Yeah. Great. Cool, <laughs> cool, cool. It's not now. It's not But that's fine because there's no good music now. Music these days is like so lame. Who? Whoever. <laughs> what music are you listening to? Nothing now. <laughs> Show me something good. What good what music was produced then, but is it metal or rock that you liked? When? Because I feel like you only like rock and metal. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's go yeah. with Sade. Sade. Timeless. That's it? 
Oh, that's one off the top of my head. Do you want me to listen to this? <laughs> no. I think... Well, I mean, she's... How old is Kat? Because she's, like, little, little. She's and like then a Padawan, so let's say, like, late teens, probably. It seems at the beginning of the book. And then... Do we know at the end? Probably 30? Maybe not even that. Like, older? Or no, younger? I think younger. I don't think so she then, lasts very long in the Inquisitors. So then, like, 25. Yeah. Let's yeah. Say her so whole... she's, like, my age. Yeah. She's not listening. Well, I mean, not to say, like, people my age don't listen to music like that. But, like, I think it would be an even better idea to take the music that is trending now and think yeah, but of... But you don't what... want music that's trending. You want music not that's timeless. Trend- what? Timeless? Yes. You want music that lasts in ages, not like... But there's good music now. Is there? In my opinion, yes. Okay. I believe when I hear it. <laughs> I feel like me and It's Cat would be vibing to Mitski right now. I don't know what that means. Exactly. Because okay. you're lame. Okay. Give me a follow if you like Mitski. <laughs> I'm just going to do this whole podcast with whatever that is in the background. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, I the pl- only the only thing I could think of that you would know Mitski from is like if you listen to the song that plays after Everything Everywhere all at once. But I mean, that's I it. watched the movie. I don't remember the soundtrack. Yeah, it's it's the credits. Uh, I put in my review because I was just looking at my review real quick to see if there's anything else I wanted to bring attention to. Uh, I just put this is a must read for anyone looking for more than just the narrow dogmatic view of the Jedi and fully giving themselves to the dark side. I don't know why I thought that was clever at the time, but what'd you say? Sorry. Nope. What? Uh, <laughs> this is a must. I read. yawned. This is a must read for anyone looking for more than just the narrow, dogmatic view of the Jedi and fully giving themselves to the dark side. Yeah. And then see, here's the thing, like, because uh, I have a couple of quotes from the book too, and this is a quote that I thought was very like inspirational and very nice and heartfelt from her master to her. But I also see how she sees it as, like, an attack. Yeah. She says, like, she tells her at one point in the book, you are not broken. We are all imperfect beings striving for enlightenment. You just have to strive a little more than most. <laughs> I think at the time I was like, oh, that's a very, like, heartfelt statement. And her master trying to connect with her. Hey, I see you're having trouble. Like, you just have to keep trying and do a little, do your best. But she was like, why am I worse? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, I can't be peaceful, master. And then her master's like, you just have to try more. <laughs> like, I can see how she sees it as, like, not the, the support that she needs. <laughs> Which is the other thing is that her master literally taught her to, like, well, in my opinion, taught her to read people so much more than what they're probably saying. Right, right. Especially with the whole bargaining thing. Yeah. Like... So therefore, she's going to look at something like that and be like, is that an insult? Mm-hmm. That might be an insult. <laughs> Are you angry that she never helicoptered around with her blade? Is that the thing that you were missing? From I think book? that would be funny because I feel like that would bring out a little kitty, like a giggle in her to be like, if she saw someone else do it or maybe she figured it out <laughs> herself and was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. And like. Just went out to jump off a roof to She's do like, it. I'm gonna show the eighth brother this. <laughs> <laughs> I just like missed opportunity. Excuse me. Oh, you never know. I guess it. I guess it didn't work in uh, book form as exciting as it did in cartoon. Mm, yeah. Okay. I guess that's it. Yeah. I think. I think the secrets 
and like like that just added to this stuff I think if she could have gotten support if they hadn't been so secretive if somebody if her master had left a note to somebody else like hey if case I die can you guys take care of my pretty one with the whole mom or not the Jedi mom kind of thing <laughs> you know it's kind of like in um Fantastic Mr. Fox where he's like what are you wearing why the pant why the cape of the pants tucked into your socks well I guess he's just different. <laughs> and he, like, wiggles his hands around. His paws. Or, like, whenever they say... I don't know why, but whenever they say different, they, like, do something. They, like, wiggle or, oh. like, <laughs> like move their hands in front of their mouth. I don't know. Nice. Just thought that was funny. Uh, oh, what was I watching? Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah, I think I got it. Uh, all right. Yeah, I think that's it. Great book. Lovely book. Complete character study on a bad person. <laughs> who makes horrible decisions but i was totally up for a good week going like no no don't do it oh. uh and it was a very enjoyable book though i do i did like it i would read it again i have read it two or three times already because i tend to do that and the audiobooks but yeah and i don't know like i wonder if they're ever gonna like because the book is inquisitor colon rise of the red blade are they gonna do more inquisitor books like Oh, I'm kind of curious. I wanted to see, like, if we somehow have, like, meet Delilah. Mm -hmm. Like, just be, like, to ask what, like... Because, I don't know, it, it's kind of hard to, like, portray it in, like, a book. But I wonder what her culture is based off of, like, mm. in real life. Like, right, if it's right. more, like, I don't know, like, Indian culture. Because they had, like, bracelets and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, maybe it's, like, more, like, African, where they have, like, a lot of jewelry, like, mm -hmm. those rings mm -hmm. and stuff. But, and, like, they have multiple for every year? Something was it, like, like yeah, yeah, like, it was for every year? Yeah. So, I was curious, like, what her, or maybe it was just, like, a yeah, mix of both. it was, like, both. decorative, but also significant. Just, like, like what, I was curious which kind. Because yeah, it's easier to see it in, like, what you know clone wars or rebels and stuff right the way things are like visually coded sometimes helps yeah mm -hmm. so I was, just, I was just curious that was that's yeah. a question that i have that's all cool i'm leaning all towards right. like more african based yeah. But yeah i'm gonna call that a podcast you want to tell people where they can find us on the interwebs they can find us at rogue rebels fam on x no, they, oh yeah they can. yep <laughs> And then the Rogue Rebels on most other social medias like Blue Instagram. Sky, TikTok. Mm -hmm. Ig. Ig? That's Instagram. Oh. Threads? Threads? Yeah, we're on threads. It's threads. Like Instagram something. Oh. And we're on, we're on Twitch at just Rogue Rebels. Let's hit us on Twitch. I'm playing Jedi Survivor. I 100%ed it. I'm amazing. Mm hmm. You should play Far Cry. I should, but I wanna, I wanna finish my story again on Jedi Survivor because I'm into it now. It's good stuff. All right, uh, and the Rogue Rebel.